0: Sisterhood is tricky. It's fun, all right? But it is tricky. I want to be honest for a minute. When we're kids, that thing is real tricky. But then we become adults, and maybe sometimes even when we're teenagers, we come across friendships that are blessings. Blessings that we didn't know we needed, but ones we'd never want to live without. Today's co-hosts, B, Simone, and Megan are besties with a dope podcast called Know For Sure. And I can't wait to see what they're confident about knowing of sure and what they're honest about still learning. Okay, so B, I did not know that you were from Dallas. I saw that you posted that cool. and you know, that's where I am from as well.
2: Texas,
1: Pleasant Grove, girl, what part? What?
0: Okay, so I grew up <laughs> on White Rock Lake um, and that okay. White Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to school in Richardson. I okay. went to college and dropped out at Fort Worth, TCU and right. um, yeah, and then I, I've lived a few different places since. I dropped out of college. Everything's fine. We don't need to get into the podcast yet. Um right. <laughs> Hi Megan, how are you?
2: Hi, good. How are you? Good.
0: I've heard so many amazing things about you. And I feel like I know uh, you obviously since launching the podcast. How's that been?
2: It's man, it's like the most incredible experience I've ever had. Amazing. Yeah. It's yeah. mind blowing. It's almost like a dream. Like it doesn't even feel real, real. almost. <laughs> really? <laughs> but it's yeah.
0: OK, so why? What What is it that it is fulfilling in you?
2: Oh, man, I think. Um, finally, like knowing that your your purpose is like obtainable, like mm. if you can all I've always felt like I've wanted to do this, but now actually having it and it's tangible mm-hmm. and it's like we're living it and the impact that it's having on people. It's been like literally like mind blowing. Yeah. There's
1: nothing
0: like um, discovering how impactful your life and testimony can be in helping other people.
2: Yeah. 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 I think it's that's intense. the thing. It's,
0: yeah. It's intense. <laughs> Go. No, what were you going to say, B?
2: Oh, I
1: just was piggybacking. I was just saying it's intense. Mm. Really intense. I, um, I feel like I've always... She hasn't been in the limelight. Yeah. And now that she's in the forefront with me, it feels so comfortable. But I told her, I was like, this podcast feels like the most purposeful thing i've ever done in my career so i've always felt like purposeful always always i never felt like i wasn't walking in my purpose or being myself or anything like that but the podcast kind of like made it all make sense so yeah
0: okay so i want to talk about more about that a little bit later but first i want to know like how did you all meet and how did you become best friends because there's a difference between meeting someone and then being (laughs) like this been to be my girl forever tell me how did it happen
2: well, honestly, it it was actually just that. When we met, wow. it was funny. I was talking to my mom about it. My mom mentioned that this morning. She was like, I remember you came home from school. I started a new school in Gahanna, Ohio. That's crazy. And she was like, you came home from school. And I was like, yeah, this girl came up to me and said that we're going to be best friends. Uh, this girl, Braylon, that I met at school. So and she that's said exactly that was the first happened. thing I said
1: to her. Yep. I don't even remember that, but she always remembers. Yeah, How that old were you all?
0: 12. 12 wow that's yeah, so amazing years.
1: yeah this year was our 20th year anniversary and we started our business on our 20th year anniversary so it was pretty cool
2: yeah
0: so you all were able to maintain your friendship even be Simone when you moved to Dallas how did that how did you keep the ties so tight
1: Well, we kind of stopped talking for a little bit. We went through a a period. I went into the industry. I was chasing music and I wanted to do music. I was in a girl group and then comedy fell in my lap. And, you know, I always wanted to do entertainment, but she went and got married and had three boys and, you know, had the mom life. So our lives were totally different, Mm -hmm. like total opposite ends of the spectrum, total opposites. Um, And we started, you know, we would talk here and there on like Facebook and, and social media, but we really like connected and got back into each other's life. What year was that? I Maybe think it was
2: fifth, like 2015. 15, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, yeah. so
0: 2015. I, I'm curious about this because there are women who grow up with like best friends similar to what you all experience and then... I think friendship is about surviving those moments where life is twisting and turning, but they're not always twisting and turning in the same direction. And maybe there is distance that you have with someone who you thought you'd be doing life with forever. In 2015, what brought you back together? And was it as instantaneous the click in 2015 as it was when you were 12?
2: It really was like she hit me randomly on Instagram because I think this was around the time Instagram started to become more popular. Yeah. And um, I think I was I was just on Instagram one day and she messaged me and she's like, oh, my God, FaceTime me. Like, I miss you. FaceTime me. (laughs) And I'm sitting at home, you know, with my kids and we're just chilling, hanging out at the house and I FaceTimed her. And we like talked and we're catching up. And then she was like, come to Atlanta. I'm filming and Out. Yeah, Come to Atlanta. Come hang out with me for a couple days. And it literally was just like. It was instant. Like that. Like and she came to Atlanta
1: and she, her motherly servant spirit. Oh my God. She just helped me so much. I was like, son. <laughs> <"S- laughs> I was like, do you want to help me,
2: help me. <laughs> <laughs> but she did, like she came in she started cleaning I had a meeting or something you no know, you had to go film and I dropped her off at filming for a while now and I could tell like she just needed help like you know and I was like well I'm gonna drop you off and I'm gonna go back and clean your apartment and like organize for you so it's wow. easier and she was like okay like and she came back and her apartment was was spotless
1: and it was it was just a lot it was just instant instant and she just came in like helping but we didn't even know that was going to lead to her working for me which led to us having a 50-50 partnership which is our podcast you know okay so I'm
0: curious because you all have different lives, at least from what I can see from the outside looking in. And that yeah. like, Megan, you've gone, you know, you did the family route. be Simone, you were building your career and pursuing your, your life as a creative. And I think that these are some of the nuances that make friendship and sisterhood challenging is when our lives feel different. Like we're not in the same industry. We're not in the same circle. And sometimes this is where like jealousy is bred as well, because, you know, somebody like maybe I, I want the marriage and the kids. I've got the career, but she's got this or or vice versa. How do you survive the Areas where jealousy is possible, but overcome them in your friendship.
1: Want to answer oh, I think just knowing yourself, I'm really, really big on self-evolution and self-love. It's very easy to be jealous of somebody when you're not doing the self-work. Mm. And anything we talked about this on, I think, on one of our podcast recent episodes episode recent. Too. I was like, everything that she has that I I want marriage. I want I look to her and I'm like, that's inspiring to me. Yeah. I love how she is as a mom. I love how she is as a wife. That is encouraging me to be that and do that. And it's teaching me in this you know, single phase that I'm in. So I think studying her instead of being jealous of her, which is kind of how, you know, I am in in my career um, with other comedians. When I started stand-up, I wasn't like, she's doing, I called all of the girls that were doing stand-up. I was like, y'all are bomb. Y'all are killing it. Help me. Like, I need help. I'm not, I I don't know everything. I'm a student. So you kind of, you know, roll that over into your friendship. Like, she motivates me. Like, I'm like, I want to be that type of mom. I want to be that type of wife.
2: And vice versa. Like I didn't know anything about like the entrepreneurial side, um, and like really like owning my own stuff, and you know that type of thing. Mm. And B is so good at it, and like very um, intentional about her work. And she works really hard. She never stops working. And so it, you know, the things that we were different in, lacking in each other, we saw like, okay, I can learn from you. You can learn from me. And that's just how, you know, we go through our yeah. relationships and, and it, we know our roles yeah. in, our, in our friendship, like I know my role. She knows her role. I do me. She does her. We make space yep. and allow space for us to do yep. our own, you know, our like walk in our own purpose in our own lane. And we find how we can like Mm -hmm. merge those things together and make something bigger purpose. Yeah, Yeah.
1: and wherever you're lacking, it's not necessarily necessarily a lack, but that is the opportunity for evolution for Mm -hmm. you. If you see something in her that you don't have, all right, then go. You need to boss up. You need to fix this part of you. You need to grow this part of you. You need to, you know, evolve this part of Mm -hmm. you. So if there's something that you're lacking, you can really learn from your friend. Yeah.
0: You know what? One of the things that makes social media so challenging is that you'll be scrolling thinking that everything and every person who is an entrepreneur is out here popping and they make it look so easy. And child, the results of the lie detector have determined that the easiest part of being a small e-commerce business owner is trusting ShipStation to make ship happen. ShipStation gives the same deeply discounted shipping rates to small businesses that usually only work in favor of big businesses. You don't have to worry about spending the bulk of your time tracking down the best deal or have fear of shipping internationally because ShipStation handles it all. I trust and love their easy-to-use system so much that it's connected to our order fulfillment system and we use it to quickly compare rates and delivery times with carriers. ShipStation is not only working for me but also for my customers. Don't let the big guys keep all the good discounts to themselves. Sign up using promo code EV for a free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com and start saving with every shipment. That's two whole months of discounted shipping absolutely free. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and type Evolve. Okay, so you used the word studying, and I feel like, Megan, you spoke to that as well, just being exposed to B. Simone's mindset and her mentality as it relates to entrepreneurship. I feel like both of you have to possess a certain level of wholeness in order to not see your friend's successes as a reflection of an area where you are deficient and to not be jealous. Can you tell me, how do you discover wholeness in friendship? And has there ever been a moment where you did feel jealous and like, Like, how did you bring that back inwards as opposed to becoming like the passive aggressive, nice, nasty friends, which I think a lot of us have like some of us have friends for 20 years, but we not like friends, friends. We just like have known each other for a long time. What type of self-work have you done to become whole enough to say her win doesn't mean I failed and I can study her without feeling like I'm behind the ball?
1: Yeah, I don't think the word is jealous, but I've definitely seen things in Megan where I'm like dang i almost said damn i don't want to cuss excuse me i it's, almost said dang. it's happened like, before I'm
0: it will be okay I <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, what, I'm one thing so, i say for I'm sure is really sure like done. i don't I think done. this is I'm gonna done. be the first time they ever heard
0: the cuss words so
1: like you know <laughs> be yourself really i am doing so good i'm professional <laughs> um but it's like dang i want to be like that like i've seen stuff in her well it, it, it makes you look inward to be like I need to work on that. You're either going to choose to work on it or you're constantly going to be like that uh, not upsets me, but it's like, you're going to feel like, dang, like I suck. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you see something so beautiful in somebody from her depth to her relationship with God, um, she has drawn me so close to God. I've always had a relationship with him, but it's gotten stronger because of her. Mm -hmm. I see things in her that I'm like, okay, if I need to fix that, I have to do the self work and become better in that area. So it's either going to push you to be jealous or it's going to push you to be a better person.
2: You have that choice. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it's important to, to know that like, I'm really big on like everything being connected and like your win is my win. And yep. if I love yep. you, your win is my yep. win. And, and me pouring into you is also me pouring into myself because it all comes back around. You know what I mean? I truly believe that. Yeah. I believe like you're like be success is what got us to our podcast. Mm, Like her mm -hmm. being able to do what she did and that time of separation where she was chasing her career and I was being a mom and a wife, it put us both in positions to gain the things that God needed needed. us to gain Mm. in order to be where we are right now doing this podcast. What she has and what she like, the light that she walks in and the light that I walk in, when you bring that in those two things together, the impact is so much great. And I don't re- like we don't resent each yeah, other yeah. for, you know, how we yeah. maneuver yeah. or how we um, or the things that we're better at or stronger. at. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, it, we really use those things to produce something bigger and make a bigger impact
1: and building your confidence in your strengths like Mm. focus on your strengths we don't have to be great at the same thing Mm -hmm. yes things that she great she is great at motivates me to you know be better in that area but i focus on my strengths i know there's things that i megan needs to do that you know and being confident in your strength and focusing on those will just help your confidence yeah (sighs) That's
0: so good. I could, like, have chills when just hearing you all speak because I feel like this is where friendships get fractured. Um, I've had so many friendships, and I've got some valuable friendships that I've had for, you know, 20 years. I don't think that we are—maybe we're not as close as you all are because you guys are giving strong sisterhood vibes.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are very— We do the work, but literally—this is really random. But last night, I was listening (laughs) to— What? No, I was listening to a a, um, audio, and it's supposed to be for you to like manifest your soulmate. And literally, I fell into a deep sleep. It's like uh, this soulmate manifestation, and the whole time
2: I'm like, Megan is my soulmate. We believe that. We're like we believe that soulmates don't have to be just like a romantic thing. Like I really do believe that God, like intent, like he, when he made Bray, Braylon, he had Megan in mind, when yeah. he made Megan, he had Braylon in mind and he knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Like he knew that all that time went past that we didn't speak. And then at the right moment, for whatever reason, God laid it on her heart to te- to you know, mm. send me a message. And then it, all these moments, all these divine moments that God has orchestrated for us to be right here to this point yeah. where now we're getting messages like, thank thank you for your podcast. If you guys didn't say this, you know, I don't know if I would have made it another day or mm. I forgave somebody or I mended a relationship. And it's like all of the things that wow. have, have occurred in 20 years of yeah. friendship led to that. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's like, that's why we laugh around. We always joke around. We're like, she's my soulmate yeah. because we really do believe that like, it's purposeful. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that I think that is how we define friendship is when friendship has been brought together by God, there is purpose connected to it. You don't have to dim your light. As a matter of fact, my light can help you in the areas where your light may be dim to help (laughs) you continue to just cultivate that light and make it brighter. I think friendship at the end of the day, when it is pure, when it is about honoring the other person who is connected to that friendship, that it's about honor and growth. And it seems like you all have figure that out. So I have to ask B. you said that Megan brought you closer to God. And I want to talk Ooh. about faith in friendship and really seeing your friends go through challenging seasons, heartbreaks, depressions, devastations, the twists and turns that often isolate us. And yet in friendship has an opportunity to allow us to invite someone into that season. How has the faith that you all possessed helped you to support your sister in dark seasons.
1: That's just the foundation. Like even t- we have a um, our first live show next week. Megan put in the group chat. She's like, "It's on my heart, you guys. We need to fast like mm-hmm. that." That's how Megan make- Moves like me and God are tight, right? Like I could call them when right. I need them, but Megan and God be kicking <laughs> 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 it's like God, you know, me and God are tight, but it's like dang, you like know him, know him, you know, like he really brings <laughs> he me it. close to him. And I and I told her that the other day, we we after one of my shows, we just sat in the car, we wiped off our makeup, we don't go nowhere, we don't go out, we literally sit in the car and talk, we talked about God for three, three hours, hours. Mm-hmm. and um. You know, I, that's just the foundation of any, it should be the foundation of any relationship, not just a friendship, Um, whether it's a parent, a friend, a child, a mom, a dad. That is the foundation to our relationship. So when we are lost or we were confused or we lose a little bit of faith or hope, we know, go back yeah. to the basics, go back to the book, go back to what God said, you yeah. know.
2: And And we both like we both went through really hard time well she went through a really rough time in 2020 yeah. like the darkest season in her life i went yeah. through like the darkest season of my life last year in 2021 and we were just able to speak into each other and, and 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 speak life into each yeah. other and be like remember like the biggest thing i've always tell her is like what is the truth Man. and remember what the truth is remember what god says don't worry about how you feel Man. how you feel is it's temporary it's not you cannot that your feelings should be considered but they should never be the final decision maker Man. your feelings are your feelings right and they will come and go and they should be considered but what is the truth? the truth? The truth is is that God has called you. The truth is is that you have a purpose. The truth is is mm-hmm. that you're the head and not the tail. Like we start speaking that into each other. Mm-hmm. And and I was able to do that for her in twenty twenty. And then she was able to do that right back for right me after in twenty twenty one. And that's how you know like your friendship is like solid. Yeah. And, and it only will be could be solid like that if God was if you know, with God being yeah. the foundation. That's yeah. the only way. The
1: only way. It's the only way. Okay, so
0: I hate to interrupt all of this good conversation, but I wanted you to know that I want to talk to you too. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your thoughts and opinions. You can send me your application, your video, to be a co-host to podcast at womanevolved.com. Let me know what it is you want to talk about, why it's important to you that you be on the podcast. Maybe you're like, girl, I am not going to be on anybody's podcast. I don't do talking to people. First of all, this is a sign. Overcome yourself. But if not... You can send me an advice question podcast at com. Okay, let's get back to the podcast. So like how do you practice this level of vulnerability in friendship? Because there's one thing to know someone for a long time, there's another thing to be like this is my brunch girl, like we can kick it, we can right. hee hee, but like when I'm depressed, my back is against the wall. Like how do you open up your mouth to another woman to say I need you to pray for me or I'm hurting? I know it's cultivated over time but maybe you can take us back to the first time you ever had to trust her with your vulnerability.
2: What was that like? I'm trying to even know the first time you trusted me with your vulnerability. Well, I'm I'll sure say it was in our childhood. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're a child and like when you're younger you have friends but then like You always had that one friend that like came over the most or, you know, or you could stay the night at their house or they could stay the night at your house. So we were able to see each other's lives in that way. Mm. And I think because we've known each other for so long, I know her parents. She knows my parents. We know each other's family. It's easier to be vulnerable. But Mm. I will say. I that was rough for us last year with me mm. being vulnerable because mm. I'm more of the friend that's like I like to take care of everybody. She's gonna I'm take like, care of everyone else before yeah, herself. I will never I'm always always put myself last. Yep. And yep. um she, you know, it, it it was a it was a challenge in our relationship yep. for me not to say, Hey, I'm struggling. Yep. I need you, yep. I need something yep. or whatever. It was really hard for yep. me to do that. And um I think when she showed up for me um it was my birthday and she was like i don't care because i was really like really bad i was like really depressed and she was like i'm out here like i'm not gonna leave i'm out in the driveway if you want to talk you know we can talk but i'm just not gonna leave like i'm here like whenever you want to come outside we can walk we can whatever but i'm just not gonna leave i'll stand out here until you're ready and like that level of like yep. i love you enough to invade your space yep. and do whatever yep. it takes yep. so For that you to be you know okay and that i loved. love you and that yep. you're going to be okay yep. and that we're going to get through yep. this together it helped me it really helped unlock um and kind of shed a lot of that pride cuz i feel like a lot of it could be pride mm-hmm. like not wanting to be vulnerable it's like a prideful thing mm-hmm. um and so i think i've been i think i think i've been yeah, better at 100% that. Oh. I was going to say, did that like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. did that restructure their friendship? Like,
0: now are you more comfortable saying that? And I wonder if that's the key to us invading our strong friends' bubble. That friend that's always there for us to be like, you know what? No, this time I'm going to be here for you. Instead of saying things like, let me know if you need
2: something, like, I'm here, what's up? Yep, it's it's pull up yeah I'm here yeah it's because your, your strong friend is never gonna, gonna say I need you or I'm yeah. struggling they're yeah. never gonna say that because there's a, there's a there's a there's a there's a pride aspect to it but there's also this thing of like I don't want to be a victim yep. to yeah. anything yeah. and I know that's how I am I'm like I have the like my mom always taught me to be self-aware and you're in control of your own emotions yep. and I just felt like I can take care of it. Myself. I can do this, whatever. But God didn't create us to be alone. You know what I'm saying? He created us to commune and be with each other. And I need her. Yeah. And just like she needs me in yep. ways, you know. And so yeah, if you have a strong friend, go. Yep. Like yep. pull up on them. Pull text up. them. Hey.
1: affirm them
2: i'm here i i I love you whatever is happening just know that i love you whatever you're going through i love you i'm coming over tonight let's do lunch i already got the reservation i'm picking you up i sent the uber whatever just do it just whatever you would do for a romantic partner Mm, (laughs) like yeah like if i was
1: if i had a boyfriend i would do that for him like why why are we not doing that for our our uh, platonic relationships you know so
0: Okay. So I have a question. So we talked about seeing each other when we were like in difficult seasons and staying connected. Has there ever been something that you have gone through that you could not share with your best friend? Like this one's got to stay between me and God. And did it feel like a betrayal to the friendship? Or like this one is for Megan, maybe it's like, I got to keep this between me and my husband. Like, has there ever been something that you could not share with your best friend? And how did you navigate that? Or maybe something you shouldn't have shared with your best friend? Because then they was rolling their eyes at your boyfriend. <laughs>
1: so I, Megan's pretty good at that. She like, even if she thinks I shouldn't be dating somebody, she'd be like, okay, you like them today. We gonna see. And, you know, she, she lets she over me it fast. go to my own demise, but not yet. I, I, but I wouldn't be surprised if that ever came up in life. I don't think it's like yeah. a secret. I mm-hmm. mean, there are certain things that you're allowed to go through with just you
2: and God. Yeah. You know, I feel like that is allowed. Yeah. But
1: I haven't personally experienced that yet. Yeah,
2: I think um, I don't think that there's been anything that I couldn't or that I haven't told her, I think that it was about when God allowed me to open Mm -hmm. up about certain things. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes he'll take us through seasons where it does just need to be you and him, where he has locked my... Tongue, yeah, and been like, You need to shut up, yeah. This is between me and you until he's able to work out some things. And then I've been like, Girl, let me tell you what I was (laughs) (laughs) feeling two years ago, (laughs) Jesus. It's like, Let me tell you what what was really going on there, yeah, yeah. But I do believe that, like, you do, there are everything isn't supposed to be shared off, like, yeah. rip. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. feel like some things yeah. need to be between you and God yeah. and allow Him to develop and process yeah. that before you share.
1: Well, actually, now that you say that, there was something that, um... She like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: I know, I, we're all, relax. She's like, ooh, mute it, mute it. I hate when she does that. She always <laughs> makes me feel like there's no, a surprise coming. I told you there
1: was something I'm, I've been going oh. through internally recently, okay, but yeah. I, I haven't... I expressed to her that I'm going to tell her one day, but I'm trying to figure out. It, you know what's like going yeah on. what's going on and i've been journaling about it i've been self-aware about it i've been talking about it i've got a new therapist a life coach i talked about it with her but it's something that i'm already planning to share with her mm. i'm just going through the process first
0: now a word from our sponsor BetterHelp. help BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Evolve. That's BetterHelp.com slash Evolve. I love that we're becoming more and more open to giving therapy a shot not only is it a form of self-care for me the tools that I gain from therapy also show up in my relationships with others for instance instead of allowing myself to get burned out from my parenting responsibilities through therapy I'm able to better communicate with my children and my husband about what I need in any given moment so that I'm not running on fumes or becoming irritable and taking my frustrations out on others therapy is worth it and better help is a great place to start Okay, so I'm blown because like this friendship, you don't feel entitled to one another because that's the other thing with these besties relationships is sometimes we feel entitled to know every single thing like why you didn't tell me that was happening uh, instead of giving that person space and you all have found a way to communicate that there is something there, right? Because in a friendship, you can feel when your girl is off balance. But to acknowledge like there is something taking place within me. And when I'm ready, I'm going to share without that feeling like rejection on the other side. That takes a lot of maturity. Maturity, yeah.
2: Yep. It takes a lot of growth and it takes a lot of communication. Yeah, I think. Um, I and I said this in the last. I don't remember what episode it was, but I'm like, relationships fall apart because people stop talking. Like, you have to keep that line of communication open. If you're feeling something, maybe you can't articulate it. Maybe you know, maybe God hasn't allowed you to to mm, speak on it mm. yet, but being like be said, hey, like I'm going through something and I'm I'm actually excited to share it with you. I just am not through processing yet. And and there's trust there. Like I I trust her. I trust that she's not ever gonna keep something from me with like with ill intent. Yep. Mm. Okay, so I wanna know what do you
0: all uh what inspires you the most about your friend? Like what about her life and personality brings you the most inspiration? Don't. If she licks me, I'm good. <laughs> and we'll have it on camera and we'll make a clip out of it. It'll be great. It'll be great for YouTube. May not be great for you, Megan, but it'll be great for us on YouTube.
2: never great for me because she does it all the time. I'm- the way she
1: articulates herself. Megan is the most deep person I have ever met in my life. And the way she explains things and brings things so that people can understand her mindset, what she's thinking, just the way she articulates herself from her analogies to her stories or I'm like dope. Like my answer would be like, yeah, her answer will be like, Yes, but when you see the, you know, it's very, like, it, it helps you understand. And um, I really, really love that about her. Like, her articulation and her her um, expression. Mm. Yeah, you're really deep.
2: <laughs> um, I say it all the time. I love how B is, like she lives her life unabashedly like she's very just like i am who i am i'm not she's not afraid <laughs> to embarrass herself she's not afraid of what people think about her like she truly walks in her truth truly like the most mm. authentic person mm. that i feel like i've ever met and especially with like social media with mm-hmm. her job yeah you know starting off in that way she's just always been herself like I tell people all the time I'm like this is the same girl personality and like <laughs> bubbly and all that stuff th- that she was when we were 12 years old yeah. and I just love how free she is like to just be yourself yeah that is a freedom there's a lot of people that can't do that that are very like worried about what people think and worry yeah. about what they say and I love that you just like do you like you are free you you are who you are you're honest you're truthful like and you present yourself that way and it's just very very refreshing and um admirable like I really love that about her
0: it's funny because as you guys were talking I'm like I wonder if part of what makes friendship have longevity is being connected to someone who represents a light that you're still learning to discover within yourself, or to honor within yourself. So maybe her articulation is a reflection of an area where you feel like you're developing and growing. And the same yeah. thing for for you, Megan, with her freedom and just being open. Like you represent who I want to become, or what God yes. is doing as He's cultivating my life. That's what it seems like.
1: Yes, that's exactly. That's right exactly it like a piece of the yeah. what I've been going through. Like, and I can't wait to share it. But <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) my therapist um, talks about shadows and um, she's always saying that like there's one thing to make an observation about someone and there's another thing to have a reaction to someone's presence and your Mm -hmm. reaction to their presence is an indication of something that's taking place inside Mm -hmm. of you and it Mm -hmm. seems like um, you guys are one another's shadows in many ways
2: yeah Yeah. I love that Literally, we literally balance each other in such a good way. And it's a God thing for sure. Yeah,
0: man, that's I mean, I'm I'm just processing out loud. But I think that that is what makes like womanhood and sisterhood so special is when God assigns a woman to your life she mm-hmm. has access to the seed of what God is developing inside of you. And because she has access to that seed, she can either kill it or nurture it. Ooh. And I feel like so many of us have been wounded by our friendships with women because they saw the seed and exploited it. They uprooted it. They didn't take care mm-hmm. of it. But a woman who can nurture another woman's seed is one, not intimidated by the seed, but yeah. also sees it as an opportunity for her to grow as well. Oh, and- um, Yeah, you guys have something very special.
1: And any women that are listening to this, I have been hurt by women. I have. I've been, you know, backstabbed by women. I've been lied to by women. I've been played by, you know, my friend, uh, female friends. But that did not change my character. Mm -hmm. Do not let that situation change your character and become a horrible woman. You know, you keep... Um, growing, evolving, and finding women that you can trust, that you can love, that you can pour into, that will pour back into you, that will be honest with you, that will love you back because they are out there. I'm not going to say, all my friendships haven't been great, you Mm -hmm. know, especially in my younger years. Now I have like four friends, but when I was trying to, not trying to be friends with everybody, but that's just my personality. Like Mm -hmm. I was, I had, oh yeah, everybody's my friend. Everybody's not your friend and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, that's okay. You have your going out friends, your house friends, Mm -hmm. whatever, but don't let You know, um, a horrible um, encounter with a woman make you not ever trust another woman because Mm -hmm. there are women out there that will be great friends to you. Yeah,
0: that's so good, because some of us like, listen, I'll never I'll never be friends again. And we Mm -hmm. miss out on an opportunity to grow. Okay, so one more friendship question. What Mm -hmm. be Simone Megan like what is your job as it relates to protecting your friend from a part of her personality that the world is trying to take advantage of or people have a tendency to take advantage of because I feel like that's also what sisters do was like you too nice let me talk to him or (laughs) (laughs) you give too much like what are you protecting her from
2: that's definitely me
1: yeah that's her for me I think me for you is more like now that you're in the limelight I'm like don't bully her on the internet <laughs> like these comments jesus i'm trying to get to the comments for she does and delete them and block them yeah she's great she's on it yeah i'm on it because megan will get in her head and i'm like no this no delete 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 they don't know us they don't know us. you know yeah so i'm just now protecting you from like that yeah she she, she right knows now. what the
2: industry is like and mm-hmm. so she's already been through it she knows like and she knows me Mm -hmm. so she knows how to navigate me through this Mm -hmm. um without losing my marbles um (laughs) but for me I'm just naturally I'm a very protective person um and it was challenging like when I first moved here I wanted to protect her from something and it was really hard um because she wasn't um open I guess to being protected from that and Um, I just had to trust God and when the timing was right, like it happened, happened. but I am very like, you're too nice before I see you need to, you're being a little bit too, you know, giving or whatever. I try to be like, you know, the reasonable, I try to give her. Options, like <laughs> okay, let's think this through. <laughs> what do you think about? I'm like, well, what do you think about well, when maybe- the hands start
0: going? Is that when you know <laughs> you're in <laughs> trouble? If <laughs> <laughs> I see this, I know she sees this. And she, she ain't messing with it. I'm, with not, it. I'm yeah. really
2: not that. I'm not happy yeah. about that. But yeah, we protect each other in different ways, and I think as we evolve, we find new ways to protect each other yep. as we, you know, grow. Yeah.
0: Becoming healthy and understanding the why behind certain food choices is an approach that I think we all need. Thanks to Noom, weight's cognitive approach, myself and many others are regaining our confidence in our ability to be more mindful of our habits while aiming to build long-term patterns that we can sustain. Come on somebody, cause ain't nobody got time for the up and down weight loss. With the tools I've learned from Noom, I shop for groceries differently and I've noticed a healthy difference in the food choices when I'm stressed. Start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your free trial at Noom.com Evolve. I think you'll love how easy it is to use their app to track your progress and the flexibility of the Noom Weight Program. Stop waiting and sign up today. That's Noom.com slash Evolve to start your free trial today. Okay, we have an advice question, so we're going to get in somebody else's business. It says, hello, Sarah. Let me start by saying that I've been listening to Woman Evolve, and I'm so grateful for you and all of your insight. You're getting me through a transitional period in my life, so thank you. I need advice on this subject, and I'm really hoping you can help. So I met a guy in 2019, and to make a long story short, we broke it off and rekindled things last year. He's a wonderful man with a lot to offer, a reflection of my ideal husband, honestly. However, he suffers from severe anxiety and depression. I believe he may be bipolar and only communicated the anxiety and depression to me. I was willing to stay to help him through this, but he stated that he needs a lot of solitude, too much for me to bear at times, seeing that I crave closeness. He also said that at this point, he cannot learn to love himself and love me simultaneously and that I don't deserve the ups and downs that come with his mental illness. Every time I've spoken to God about this man, it ended in a breakup. How do I know if... God is removing someone temporarily so that we can both take time to heal ourselves and come together better than ever or if this is something I need to release permanently how can mental health affect how someone displays love based on our feelings for each other should I remain open to the possibility of this man returning to me after he heals or is God telling me to run I really need clarity dissecting what's going on (laughs) what was was her name? She didn't give her
2: name. She didn't give her oh, name. I did. I did we call her up and pray. Out. And I needed text Um man, that that was such a loaded there are many parts to that. Yeah. But I will say um as a person who um struggles with bipolar depression, I think it is very hard to be in a relationship. It can be very hard to be in a relationship with somebody who battles with their mental health, um, especially if you're still trying, if that person is still trying to find their way yeah. through that. Yeah. I think it's very difficult. I would say for her, she was like, well, Should I break up with him? Is this God telling me to run? I think that you need to be a whole person. I think that you need to take time and become a whole person. You shouldn't, ne- like, you can crave closeness and all that, and that's fine. Um, and, and I think if that's what you need, mm-hmm. then God will bring somebody that will, you know, complement that mm-hmm. or somebody that will be okay with that. I think if it, now that they're broken up, mm-hmm. in my opinion, I'm like, be broken up and yeah. heal mm-hmm. and yeah. have a, you know, your relationship with God. And if it comes back then it comes back and you'll know it because it'd be the right timing because you've taken that time to to submit your life to god and like take that time and build your relationship with god um and for that for that guy her ex Mm -hmm. i feel like that's very admirable that he's like i Mm -hmm. can't love you and try to figure out how to love me right now and i don't want you to wait for you know wait for me or whatever i think if he's acknowledging that That is what you need to... That is the truth. And you need to take that and you need to you know, kind yeah. of just do your own thing.
1: And I will say on the opposite end, um, you know, I'm her best friend. This is not a romantic relationship, but even a platonic relationship, being best friends with somebody who has bipolar depression and goes through anxiety and um, all of those mental battles, having grace and, mm-hmm. and I'm choosing to be in this relationship. I This is a lifetime thing. We're never gonna be like, we're not friends no more. We're life partners. We know we're gonna be friends forever. Choosing to learn about it. Mm. I've had times Mm. where I've Googled it and I've looked it up and I've tried to understand from her point of view, I don't know everything that she is battling mentally and internally. Um, and trying to have grace and understanding and loving her through it, and not taking everything personal. She doesn't want to talk. It has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. She doesn't. She doesn't want to meet. Okay, cool. Giving her. All right, like we said. Okay, I'll give you two days. Give you three days. On that fourth day, I'm pulling up though. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's it's a balance between letting letting that person have their space and having grace and learning about you know I'm not sure if you have but learn about what he's telling you he has yeah. research it if he can't articulate it look it up it is not something that is easy to deal with it's not. and um, when you love somebody you, you try to you know work through it and love them through it yeah
0: That's so good. I was just thinking because I think, one, I think in our society and culture that mental health has become more prominent in which we're assessing our mental health and also receiving more diagnosis than we have in the past. Which means to meet someone who suffers with anxiety, depression, bipolar is probably going to be more easy than it was years ago. It doesn't mean that it wasn't prevalent. It's just as we pursue mental health that we're going to be more and more exposed to it. And I think for someone who is struggling with a mental health illness. Illness that we have to be honest about really needing a revelation about the illness for ourselves and that's what I feel like if he's saying to you in this letter is that he doesn't have a revelation about the illness that will allow him to engage in a relationship because if he gets a revelation about his mental health illness what he will know is that he is still worthy of love that he can still have intimacy that he can still create connection that it doesn't devalue him or make him less valuable in any way so he can receive the love that you have to offer him but until he has a revelation about who he is apart from this mental health illness, about the love that he is deserving of apart from the mental health illness, then you're going to continue to try and pour love into someone who doesn't have a bucket for you to pour that love into. And so yeah. I do think, to be's point, to take some time to really understand it so that as you're coming to a place of closure, you're able to say within yourself, okay, so that's why things were strained, or that's why things were like this, and that's why I triggered him, but also to study it with the knowledge of like, now I'm moving forward with my life with a better understanding of what it's like to be a person who has this illness while they're walking in the world and engaging with others. And I think that's the best gift you can give yourself and and to him as well.
2: Right. I love Absolutely.
0: that I 100% agree with that I love that um, Megan thank you for sharing your story With us because I think that vulnerability Is what at the end of the day Allows us to feel safe in our Relationships and so Thank you for, for creating this opportunity To speak with both of you all About friendship <laughs> and sisterhood It's an honor, this thank is you. An
2: honor. Yeah, Such an honor thank you so much she you told were so excited. me that like, they re- I was like no way <laughs> We both were like okay. <laughs> No. We were we were, we we're super stoked, yeah. and we're excited that you're going to be in Atlanta. So soon. excited, yeah! Oh, thank you. And I think we're, we're trying to
0: see. I'm I'm taking a red eye to get there, so I don't know. I I don't know if I, we all on the podcast, but I was going to see if <laughs> maybe um, I could come and see you all in September to do it in person. If it has to be in I'm person, I'll happen. be in Atlanta in September, so I'd love to do it then.
1: Every yes. year, you, take yes. your time. Jeez. There's no rush. We have we forever. Love,
2: yeah, we love that. Thank you. Thank Beautiful. you.
0: Beautiful. Thank you. You guys take care. Thank you.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you, B, Simone and Megan for the giggles and gems on today's podcast. You two have a gift that I hope continues to manifest and inspire us all what a time to be a co-host you need to get in on this time you get to help another woman with the lessons you've learned and expose a little bit of your eve it's really an offer you can't refuse if you're down with the get down hit my inbox at podcast at womanevolve.com with a one to two minute video about why you should be my next co-host or you can send me an advice question that you'd like for me to answer